If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day, but we will be humping from a distance because today is an audio-only, podcast-only episode due to construction at our studio. But, Claude, I must ask, how you dern? I'm awake and I am alive. And those are two really important things when recording a podcast. I'm okay. You know, I've seen better days. I'm, you know, I went hard on the sauce last night and I'm paying the consequences now um, for drinking on a Tuesday night. And that's my life and my story. And I'm sticking with it. Well, we want to hear more about how you're feeling, but I was telling you before the episode that you drank so much last night because you knew we were doing audio only and that you could, because otherwise you would not drink that much on a Tuesday night. So sometimes like having, you know, no, it's a blessing and a curse. Yes. Like, I agree. I went wild because I didn't have to wake up and get dressed. And I knew we'd be podcasting a little bit later. So, like, it was just kind of like a day off, kind of. But um, now, but now I it's just... Time to pay the piper. I'm The piper is being paid. I have, like, a splitting headache. That's, like, my new hangover. Like, I think... I used to get like nauseous and like my stomach would hurt and I would be unsettled. And now I have like the worst headaches ever. I mean, you're telling me a story that I already know. Like I I know how this ends. I know how it plays out. And I just want to let you know my heart goes out to you. Like I'm thinking of you. You're in my thoughts. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's it's literally the worst feeling on earth. No, it's like. And and honestly, I really want to be, like, productive today. Like, I want to get a lot of work done. I have to edit this vlog for the Patreon. Like, I have a lot of things I want to do, and I will do none of them. Like, and and we have a long weekend coming up, so I really wanted to, like, be productive this week. And this just, like, really, like, I'm actually living a huge life of regret right now. Like, usually I stand by my, my choices, but I just, like, was at the restaurant last night at, like, 12 o'clock and I looked over at Brian and I was just like dizzy and I was like why did I get so drunk yeah well I'm sorry that you're dealing with that and you know maybe snatcher learn your lesson next time it's I Tuesday won't. night but do you think that you went so hard because you were feeling yourself because you were styled by me no because once the video comes out people will know the truth 
Um, okay, let's talk about this video for a second because hopefully it will be up today or yes, tomorrow. Yes, it will. No, I will get it up today. I promise. Yeah, because I styled Claudia for her night out. I personally had so much fun like going through your closet, finding all like the Jackie O approved items. And I was like, I was thinking back on it when I got home, like laughing at like, some of the <laughs> things that we said. It was just like so funny. I know for you it was like a little traumatizing. Yes. But I think it was worth it for the content. Do it for the vlog. No, it was actually hysterical. And if I hadn't just been so stressed because I actually was getting styled for something like I had somewhere to go and Jackie uh, was a little late to the styling session so I was like already running behind and then Jackie just comes and shows up and like literally starts pulling things out of my closet that don't fit me and that are all pink like it was so it was torture but the vlog ended up being really funny yeah really really funny but speaking of styling um there's one more thing I want to talk about before we get into everything and that is your shirt because Claudia is wearing these new pajamas I don't know if they are new or they're not new them. they're Halloween themed from of Target course, you got them in October or you got them on sale recently no um but they're so spooky that every time you call me and you're wearing them I just have to call them out because I'm personally I'm spooked the fuck out people I, I wear these all the time and people always dm me like lol you're so quirky wearing your halloween pajamas in the summer and i'm like it's not a quirk like you have seasonal pajamas like they're pajamas unless they're made of like fleece it's not seasonal okay unless there's like a picture of santa on it like i guess you no. would save those for for like you know christmas morning no even if there's a picture of santa like if it's cotton it's fine all season. I have one pair of pajamas that are made of like blanket material. Yes. And those are seasonal. I would not put those on in the summer. No, but like everyone is just like, oh, that Claudia is so quirky and crazy with her seasonal pajamas being in the summer. And it's like, it's really not a conscious decision. Like I'm going to be crazy today and put on my Halloween pajamas. Like these were at the top of my pile and they're pajamas. Like I don't care that they have cobwebs on them. No, I'm not concerned about, like, the seasons or anything. I'm just concerned that I'm spooked. I'm just letting you know people are concerned about the seasons. Right, but they don't know, and they'll soon learn that you're not like other girls. You can't be expected to wear the right pajamas in the right season. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm not like other girls, and... I don't know when people when society stops expecting me to be like other girls, then we'll finally find peace and harmony. Right. Then we can have a conversation. But until then, no. Um, We have a little programming update for you guys because it's Wednesday and Mm -hmm. we usually would do Dear Toasters on Wednesday, but I like doing it better in studio. It's just like more funny. Yeah. It's like be together and like and like vibe up each other's awesomeness. 100%. So we're going to do Dear Toasters tomorrow. Um. I Which is kind of crazy because we are really strict with the Wednesday Dear Toasters adherence. Like, we really yeah. are. And yeah, I have the prompts. Really right, I have the prompts right in front of me. Like, we could do it. But I just, first of all, don't want to. And second of all, like, really want to do it in studio with you tomorrow. Yeah. And it'll be, like, our final show. And we'll just be, like, those crazy advice-giving gals. Yes. And we need you at your best to give your best advice. Yeah. I would. No offense. I wouldn't want advice from you today. Oof. Wow. No, that's true. Like, look at my own house. It's not even in, in order. Who the hell am I to be doling out advice to other people? A hundred percent. So your toasters will be tomorrow. But today we still have the fast high stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And I think we should get right into them because I have some stuff that I'm excited to talk about. Okay. Well, 
I can do that for you and let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Hair Food. They offer simple, superfood-inspired products that will make your hair look and feel amazing. Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, Hair Food has a recipe for you. In addition to their beloved coconut milk and chai spice collection, you've got to try some of their new recipes like the apple cider vinegar hair rinse, perfect for days when your hair needs a gentle cleanse. They also have a turmeric and almond oil detangling milk, which can take care of the most stubborn knots and it reduces frizz just in time for summer. And they have shea butter and pear color repair concentrate, which makes overprocessed hair look vibrant and healthy. And they all smell so good. Every product from hair food is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, mineral oils, and they are all certified PETA cruelty free. So all the products are fabulous. We've had a lot of success with all of them. I really like the detangling milk. I always forget like detanglers, not just for kids. And the turmeric and almond oil one smells so great and really leaves your hair super smooth after using. So if you're looking for new nourished healthy hair, it's got to be hair food. You can look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Love it. Sign on, feed your hair. First story, I'm sure like these are the pictures and videos everyone's talking about. Aaron Rodgers lives it up in Hawaii with Shailene Woodley, Miles Teller, and Kelly Sperry. Kelly Sperry was wonderful enough to gift us with a photo dump, video dump of their adventures in Hawaii. And I don't know about you, but I was seriously living for it. No, no, Jackie, like it was life-changing content. Life-changing content plus like a little video of Aaron Rodgers and Kelly not knowing the words not knowing the words to the one by Taylor Swift which was really frustrating but I still enjoyed it no I still enjoyed it I didn't know that it was the content that I needed like to wake up to but it was who knew no and here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing I I had you know kind of explained what I was going through like a few weeks ago with you know the Shailene Woodley Aaron Rodgers relationship and I think at first I was really kind of skeptical about it I really was and then I was slowly you know coming on board and I just want to let you know I've just been promoted to captain and I am the captain of this ship like I am obsessed the Disney thing did throw me flew a loop or whatever that fucking phrase is but I'm okay yeah no this was like major major ship points because on Tuesday the couple enjoyed an outdoor adventure with Miles Teller and his wife Kelly Sperry as they hiked through Hawaii's lush landscape and enjoyed a double date in the evening we saw photos and videos of Shailene Aaron Kelly Miles just like the crew living it up nature girlies and Kelly also shared a video of her and Aaron singing along to Taylor Swift Filmed no. by Shailene. Yeah, Filmed yeah. by Shailene. Filmed by Shailene. FBS, mm-hmm. you know, films by Shailene. And I just, like, I would die. Like, I'm obsessed with, the, you know what it is? First of all, I was already, like, really starting to, like, like them as a couple. But Miles and Kelly can just, like, they have that effect on me. Like, whoever they like, I like, you know? They made me mm-hmm. like Nina Dobrev, you know? So this is just, like, a culmination of so many beautiful, wonderful things and, like, even though I would literally rather die than go on a hike, like I wanted to be there so bad. Wait, go on a hike in your bikini. <laughs> Shailene wasn't even wearing shorts. And I think that's also what made these pictures so compelling. It's like all four of them like running around in their bathing suits. All four, like bathing suits, bikinis, trunks. Like, Wait, I, that's just, so like, crazy. I didn't realize they weren't wearing shorts in a hike. Like what about your thighs? Okay, Kelly's wearing shorts. Okay. It's like. Of course. But like, no, Shailene is not No shorts. shorts. No shorts on a hike. I really hope she brought like a, well, she probably doesn't get chafe. If you, if you, if you're making a decision to go on a hike without shorts, like you don't know what chafing is. Like you've never heard of it. Never heard of her. That's insane. No, it's insane, but it, it made the pictures and the content like more compelling. I'm it's criminal behavior. Do you think maybe she took the shorts off for the photo? 
No, because there's like photos, videos, there are no stories mm. in sight. Wow, I did not even put that together, and now it's literally all I can think about. Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting. And then, of course, we got like a, a shirtless Aaron and a shirtless Miles, and everyone, of course, is the Snatchler. Of course. That just goes a really long way in in this whole photo series. Who would you rather, Miles or Aaron? That's not even a question for me. Oh, really? Miles, Every Miles every single time. Yeah, no, Miles Teller is literally the hottest piece of ass in Hollywood, and I don't think enough people talk about it. No, 100%. I totally agree. I'm sure there are some girls out there who would choose Aaron, and that's nice for you. That means there's less competition. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, I wouldn't not choose Aaron, but I would choose Miles, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do know. And I think what another thing I was thinking about, I don't know if you know this, and I'm not sure I'm speaking 100% facts, but there's like a lot of drama in the football space with Aaron Rodgers. Like his team hates him. He said, I don't know like the whole extent, but like he's in like trouble. Like he's in getting canceled from his team. Okay, but he's also canceling his team. I've tried to get as much information about this as possible. Um, And we haven't spoken about this on the show. No. Okay, so pretty much Aaron Rodgers said to his team, the Green Bay Packers, who he's been playing for for so long. He the GBP. Said, he said, fuck you, <laughs> actually. so they To the teammates or like the management? Everything. I don't okay. even think he's playing for them right now. He's going to be a free agent and he's going to go somewhere else. Because they drafted another quarterback when mm. like they clearly have a quarterback. And yeah. I guess for the past few years, he's been telling them exactly what he needs on the field. And they're not listening to him. And He's I not feeling feel- heard. He's not feeling heard. He's not feeling seen. And he's also feeling like replaced. And no, that's shady still, as fuck. Like he's still like a good quarterback. So to use their draft pick on a new quarterback instead of the positions that they need, I think he felt really hurt by that. Zello covered. Zello covered. Yes, but on the other hand, so he made this big stink and like is n- like not playing for the Packers anymore. Wants to be released, and on that front, I'm a little bit like man like this is your job that pays you millions of dollars so you didn't get what you wanted like sit down yes but I do think in sports when you're at a certain level like you earn the right to act like an act like a baby like a little bitch like a little bitch (laughs) and I think that he's in that position so I think that like it is what it is. is in that position and so but I feel like on principle I think if anybody were to do this like, just, like, I don't know. I just, it doesn't totally No, it's literally right then, when Kelly Rippa like, mm-hmm. stormed off live with Kelly and Michael because Michael Strahan got a better job. Yeah, but then I was, like, thinking, like, okay, say this was Tom Brady and he was, like, telling the Patriots, right. I need these running backs. And, like, they drafted another quarterback. I'd be like, Tom, you gotta go. Yeah, no, no. So, it's, it's frustrating. Maybe he didn't handle it in the right way. Maybe. But I'm just trying not to be, like, biased towards Aaron. No, me neither. If anything, I'm like a little too on his on his side. But what I was going to say is that like within all of this drama, I love that he's just like literally not giving a fuck and is in Hawaii and him and Shailene are like living their best lives. Like you would never know based on like his social events calendar that he's going through like a major career crisis. No, actually, you would because now he's available to do all these things. But he's no, football's like, not, not in season. He's not he's not training. He's not working. They get some time off. I don't know. Oh, that's a good call, actually. You know, like, he's definitely acting like someone who's unemployed. He's acting like boy with no job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's the latest sports news for you guys, and I feel as though you needed to know it. I needed to know. Like, I didn't know all the drums. And you know what they say? Like, anything can happen on draft day. 
And that's what happened. Yeah. And that was really the catalyst. Draft day is the catalyst for Aaron so much. Rogers for so much. Hiking in Hawaii with a shorts list Shailene. A short the shortslist Shailene. Let's go back to that. Like I could literally write a dissertation on the on the shortslistness of Shailene Woodley because it's insanity. No, I'm going back to Kelly's profile. I need to look at the pictures just once more just to see like the shortslistness in action. No, it, I can't, I can't even look there's at it. There's not a short there's not a short insight for Shailene. Like not in her hands. No. No. Not in Aaron's hands, maybe he's holding them for her. Damn. The shorts are gone. Yeah. Damn. So that's your latest shorts news. <laughs> I'm so glad that we covered that. Are you ready for our next story, which is a little more couple news that I find to be quite interesting? Sure. Ian Summerhalder says his wife, Nikki Reed, helped him get out of eight-figure debt. Have you heard oh, this? No. I mean, I am so obsessed with this couple because... First of all, like, you just love to see a Hollywood couple stand the test of time. And two, I just love Nikki Reed from Twilight. Um, yes, agreed. Well, Ian Summerholder took to Instagram to praise his wife. He said, I've never disclosed this publicly, but this woman worked selflessly for two years to build me out of a terrible business situation I got myself into. I invested heavily. I made huge personal guarantees to banks. However, due to greed and fraud within that company and fraudulent activities from our biggest customer, not to mention the temporary collapse of the oil and gas industry, I was left in an eight-figure hole. He didn't name the company. He called the experience a true nightmare and said he had to travel the world weekly to help pay off his debt he also added that it took a toll on his health saying that he landed in the hospital four times in two years he said this woman here decided that she didn't want to see her husband ruin his body mind and spirit and pulled up her bootstraps and got down in the trenches assembling a team to get to the negotiation table to find a way out she devoted her life to getting me out of that mess and it almost killed her along the way i am where i am because of this woman Wait, okay, so not to be dumb, eight figures is like $10 million, like, or up, like... Yes, yes. Somewhere between 10 and 99. That's what that is, yeah. Okay, and... and then s- he, also, also in the post, he's promoting Brothers Bond Bourbon, so I think this is his new business venture, like, he's talking about... Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Brothers Bond Bourbon, which was distilled and crafted in the tradition of all great bourbon, hand-selected by Ian Summerhalder and Paul Wesley. Oh, he's also from the show. Yeah, Vampire Diaries. I guess Nina Dobrev didn't get the phone call. You must be 21 and older to follow. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, Here's the thing. That's crazy, first of all. And I'm curious what the deal was. Like, before, I guess it was a liquor company. I mean, not necessarily, but that is what it sounds like because it's like, you know, when one door closed, when one door is opening, you can talk about the one that closed. The window. Yeah. 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 So. Cool. Like, <laughs> I like, couldn't think you know, of anything I mean, interesting or funny to say. That's some crazy tea. Ten figure debt. And that yeah. like, Nikki Reed like soldiered up in, like Karen Huger. No, and that's literally Karen Huger, and that's so something Rosalie, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. That's so something Rosalie would do for her man, like... Beyond. In Twilight. It's so... I love to see people channeling their inner Rosalie. Yeah. No, and I've always... I don't know. I feel like back in the day when they first got together, I had read some blind items that made me question their relationship. Oh. Um, But then recently, I've just sort of, like, moved on, and now firmly, like a little sailboat out to sea might be meeting up with a bigger ship. Yeah. Like I, I think there's real proof in the pudding 
And this pudding has been delicious for years. And I think they, remember they had that like powerful moment where, I don't know literally why I keep fucking bringing up Nina Dobrev in this podcast. This is the third time I've mentioned her. But it's important because, um, they, oh yeah, so she was dating Ian Somerhalder on Vampire Diaries and like Nikki Reed, you know, swooped in, they got married, like Nina Dobrev is literally Jennifer Aniston, you know? Sure, sure. And to this day, people, like, still talk about it. And then Nina and Nikki, like, did this whole, um, you know, come together moment publicly to, like, support women. And I enjoyed that. I did. I didn't. I'm unfamiliar. And I literally just said the longest sentence, and it literally said nothing. Well, but they came together. Will you give me a minute? I need a LaCroix. Like, I... Like, if I don't get... I feel like I've been in the desert, and if yeah. I don't get a LaCroix... It's just in the fridge. Feel free to talk you know amongst what? yourselves. You, you grab a LaCroix, and I am going to let you know that our next sponsor is Coors Pure. Do you ever feel like living a healthy lifestyle is hard? Like, you try so damn hard to keep up with what is considered healthy? That's actually me to a T. You push yourself each day, getting better and better, but it can be overwhelming. Coors Pure is organic, but chill about it. The new Coors Pure is refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water. At 92 calories and zero sugar, it is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. Coors Pure is all about promoting balance and giving aggressive affirmations to everyday heroes. Whether you got that run-in or just got as far as putting on your running clothes, Coors Pure celebrates you. Wow, that's literally me today sitting here in my running clothes. I feel so seen by Coors Pure. By the way, so seen. So, so fucking seen. So, Coors Pure is perfect for a gal like me who wants to be healthy but wants to have a good time, wants to be involved, wants to be social, but is always trying to be, like, health conscious on a wellness journey. Coors Pure is not leaving you out of the fun, you guys. Honestly, you needed Coors Pure in Nashville. I did need Coors Pure. Yeah. Coors Pure. Coors Pure. Coors Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer while without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can find Coors Pure. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. All right, what's next on this celebrity docket list? The ne- next up is some big contract news in the food industry. Hmm. Guy Fieri just signed a massive new Food Network contract and is now the highest paid chef and one of the highest paid people on TV. Wow. Guy Fieri, also known as the mayor of Flavortown, but with the contract he also just signed that title. As... What? That's a funny line. I was just laughing. Oh, okay. The mayor of Flavortown? Like, that's not. That's not a place. What are you talking about? He's he is a mayor of Flavortown. No, no, I know he is, but that's not a place. Uh, yeah, it is. No, it's not like a geographical location. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. Where's Flavortown, USA? When the flavors are good, right, <laughs> right. No, I just I was literally just remarking that I thought the opening line of this article was funny. Like that's it. Starting that would today, be like that would be like an article saying. Theo Soffer, also known as Dr. Theodore Fichebin. Yes, but I don't know why that would make you laugh. It's a funny joke. Oh, my God. Why are you not understanding, like, that I just was giving, like, a little giggle? I just feel like you're coming for Guy, and I'm not here for that. Oh, wow. That's not at all what I was doing. Do you think I would go for the—I would come for the highest-paid actor on television? Not what he is. Highest-paid Food Network chef. No, highest-paid chef. 
And then you also said? One of the highest paid people. That's literally what I said. And I never said actor. Oh, that's true, because he's not an actor. You can't act that good. No, but it was just announced that Guy Fieri agreed to a new three-year, $80 million contract with the Food <gasps> Network, which equates to $27 million per year. That's a $50 million raise over Guy's previous three-year, $30 million contract. I wonder um, why. Like, why did it go up so much? It's because Diners, Drive-ins and, Drive-ins and Dives is a literal cash cow. It generated more than $230 million in ad revenue in 2020 alone. I mean, it's Honestly, literally the greatest fucking show alive. It sounds like he's underpaid. Also, not only does Diners, Drive-ins and Dives like drive ad revenue but they're highlighting local small businesses that yes what they do i think that on every front like triple d is so fabulous triple d was promoting eating local before it was like a trend to have that written on your bumper sticker a hundred and supporting small businesses yeah before, before it was, it was instagram gif yeah literally that's such a good call first of all second of all talent gets you know the the salary it demands and you look at guy and you just can't make this shit up like he's so funny and his outfits he's got this great brand people die for him he has like such star quality like i think 80 million's not enough i agree but i'm like now that i'm reading it like yeah he could have he could have gone higher also he has spent the last year um raising money for restaurant workers who are out of work really so i just feel yeah so we need to give him more money so that he can funnel it to the charity so that he can raise more money. He spent yeah. he raised $25 million for restaurant workers who were laid off. Oh, that's so sweet. So sweet. Like he's a philanthropist, he's a mayor. Like get you a guy who can do both. He's a mayor. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. No, I yeah. really am so happy for him. I've kind of now like craving watching like spending all afternoon watching Triple D. That's a nice idea. Even though like you cannot pay me to eat one single fucking thing. That's ever been featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Unless, I mean, I guess some of the places have fries. Yeah. No, I, I feel that for you. I do. I would love to see him do, like, a kosher diner for me. Yeah. Have they ever done, like, Katz's, you know? like. Has he ever come to New York City? That is a good question. I know has, he's been on Long Island and... You know, has he ever stepped foot in New York City? I feel like the city would implode if Guy Fieri showed up. <laughs> We literally can't handle his chaotic energy. Like, it is too chaotic. Because the city's too chaotic. So it would just, like, cancel each other out. And I just can't really see him in his little red Corvette, like, rolling down the streets of New York. It would would literally stir up so much pandemonium. Like, the city would implode. His red Corvette in the Midtown Tunnel. (laughs) His red Corvette. Corvette, Corvette, hop in a motherfucking jet like that. That's literally Guy Fieri, like, music bouncing on his way to steal your entree. A hundred percent. He can steal my entree. He's Mr. Steal Your Entree. (laughs) Are you ready for our next story? It's a little more TV news. That's, like, a sad follow-up to a story we shared a few weeks ago. Okay, I do. I just want to, like, really majorly shout out the person who invented LaCroix. Like, you were a real homie, and I live for you. I I heard the inventor is LaCroix Beerman. That's a great joke, first of all. Second of all, I want to have a threesome. I'm assume, going to assume that the man who invented LaCroix is a man. But I want to have a threesome with him and the man who invented um, the heating pad. I looked him up. His name was Earl something, and he was pretty hot. So the three of us have a very busy afternoon. Stop. I'm going to Google it. LaCroix inventor. 
speaking of three icons, Powerpuff Girls live action reboots pilot was scrapped for being too campy, says the CW CEO. If it's too campy for CW, it's scary to think what it looked like. But the CW will be going back to the drawing board and retooling its Powerpuff Girls reboot after the pilot was scrapped. The CW chairman and CEO said, sometimes things miss, and this was just a miss. We believe in the cast completely. We believe in Diablo Cody and Heather Regnier, the writers, and we believe in the auspices of Greg Berlanti and Water Brothers Studios. In this case, the pilot didn't work, but because we see enough elements in there, we're going to give it another shot. We didn't want to go forward with what we had. So Powerpuff Girls is back to the drawing board. The pilot did not work. Um, is there like really is scary the, to think about. Is the drawing board at Brar Barn? Oh, for sure. Can I say something with all respects to the I mean, network? That's literally why you're here. Is <laughs> that's such a good call. Um, <laughs> I just really feel like nobody needs this. Like not a single person on planet fucking earth like cares or really needs this. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go even further. Like, yes, the Powerpuff Girls were cute. But like entertainment value wise, like I don't really remember the show being that good. So I just didn't feel like it's a story that needs, that's worth retelling. Yeah, the way that I'm feeling, when this news was first announced and, like, Dove Cameron was a part of it, I was really excited because I was like, that's so cute. But, like, if they did a pilot with the writer of Diablo Cody, she wrote uh, Juno, right? I have no idea. Um, She's, like, a really famous writer. Like, writer? Like, I, they couldn't have gotten anyone more, like, prolific. Um, yeah, and if that Juno. didn't work. And if that didn't work, and, like, I'm just, and it's too campy for the CW, which is literally stands for camp. Yeah. Um, then I just don't think there's anything here. And also, how do you make Powerpuff Girls not campy? And like, and also, unless you're going to make them a little racy, like, what the fuck are they going to do all day? No, literally, like, I don't understand this project at all. And I honestly don't support it. I don't. Yeah, no, I supported it, and now I'm rescinding my support. Same, like literally same. And you know what? I love CW. Like, normalize not going through things that aren't good, you know? Yeah, it's never too late to back out. Yeah, no, and even if it is, like, still, back out. Yeah, I agree. I really think that the drawing board should should tell them to stop. The drawing board should be empty. (laughs) Yeah. The drawing board should run out of expo markers. 100%. Hunter Rosa. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if it's the fifth and final story that's brought to you by the zebra, is it? It is. I'm so glad. The zebra is everything of the sort. Think about all the quarantine purchases you made. Late night pizza deliveries, mini succulent trios, an online trainer you never spoke to again. Then there's one of your biggest purchases of the year, which is insurance. Americans overspend on their car and home insurance by billions every year. That money that could have been spent more on retail therapy. And that's where the Zebra can help you. The Zebra is the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. In minutes, you can compare policies from every major provider for free, all in one independent marketplace. After a few quick questions, the Zebra pairs people with the right insurance company for them, helping everyone save time and money. You can buy online or over the phone with one of their licensed insurance agents. There's no hidden fees or fine print about your personal information. And the best of all is that the Zebra has no stake in the policy you choose. They're just here to find something helpful for you in your coverage. Make insurance your smartest purchase yet. Visit thezebra.com slash toast. That's thezebra.com slash toast. Love it. Okay. 
Our fifth and final story is um, a really interesting story from the New York Post, a little real estate news that's going to lead into our Rahoni recap. But New York Post has compiled the 10 most expensive homes owned by the Real Housewives. All okay, Real this Housewives. is so interesting. So interesting. Are you ready for it? We're going to go through all 10. Wait, I just want to guess a few. Okay, please do. Maloof? No. The Maloofs aren't on this? No. Okay, LVP's original home? Her current home. Okay. Wait, that's shocking. I feel like they're all in Beverly Hills. One, because they're the richest franchise, and two, it's like the hottest real estate market. Oh, okay, so you, that's a nod to keep going. Um, oh, I'm Erica, trying not to give too much away. Erica Jane's home has to be on there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Former former home, sorry. Um, okay, you can get, okay, I feel good about Are my ready? guesses. Yeah. Okay, number 10 is Ramona Singer's Hamptons house for $6.43 million. Wow, good for Ramona. Good for Ramona. Yeah, that was, a sh- that was shocking, but then, like, not. No, and also, like, her home value in the last year has probably doubled. Everything in the Hamptons is literally on fire. Like, a house can't sit on the market for 30 seconds without being bought. Like, everyone, because of COVID, bought a house in the Hamptons. There's, and so Ramona's actually really smart for redecorating it. And if Ramona ever needs money, like, she's sitting on a, a lakefront Southampton property. Yeah, no, even last night on the episode, like, they were outside working out with Garth, and it's just, like, it has, like, a water view. This house, it has the most amazing backyard. It's a beautiful house. It really is. Okay, number nine, shockingly, Teddy Mellencamp's Beverly Hills house in Encino, California, $6.49 million. That's the one they had bought before she left the show. Yes, and it actually looks so nice. It does. We never got to see, we never got to film there. Wait, yeah, wait, they're in a new house? Yeah. No, she bought a house while she was a housewife for like okay. around $6 million. It was like a house up the hill. Oh, but did we ever, did she ever live there? Yeah, it's like on a cliff. Like, it's the house that she was at in her no, most recent. No, the one on the cliff. No, the one that has on stilts. Yeah. This is not it. It's not? She has a new, she has a new house that Mauricio helped her buy. It oh. looks like, the backyard looks like Kylie's new house, honestly. Oh, wow. I've got to look into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, just when no. things were getting interesting for Teddy... Boom. Right. Number eight, Camille Grammer's Malibu oh. house, $6.5 million. Yep. <clears throat> Number seven, Sutton's house in Bel Air. Wait, you just went from seven. six to seven. I went from eight to seven. Okay, you said six. Okay. I said six in, in, the, in the price. No, you didn't. <laughs> well, good thing we have this recorded so we can see it's who's right. It's great. It's great. We're all happy about We're, it. Okay, sorry. Number seven. Number seven. Sutton, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, $7.9 million, her new house. Oh, her new one, which I don't even know what it looks like yet. Yeah. There's pictures in this article. It's quite fascinating. Oh, I must study this article later. Number six, Kyle Richards' house in Encino, $8.25 million. That's the current one, correct? Yes. I do believe of all the women this season, I would like, like that house for myself, of all the houses. It's so stunning. It is so stunning. Number five, Dorit's house in Encino, $9.5 million. The one she currently lives in? Yes. No, that's, that is just fake fucking news. There's no way. I mean, it is you're telling it is. me You're telling me that Dorit's lovely model home costs more than Kyle's palatial estate? That's what they're saying. Kyle literally has acreage. That's what they're saying. Dorit has a backyard full of pavers. Why would they lie? I thought you were going to say the house that they were renting before. 
But they never owned it, so it can't be included. Nope. Number four, Sonia Morgan's New York huh? townhouse, $10.75 million. That's a nice piece of property. New York represent. We got two on the list. I thought the whole thing was going to be Beverly Hills. Yeah. No, New York represent. Number three, Lisa Vanderpump's Beverly Hills house is worth $11.6 million. You know, that house is so stunning. I'm looking at pictures and it's like, I feel like when she lived there, we didn't even appreciate the fact that, like, I don't know why I always thought she just lived in a house of cards. Yeah. That everything was just like, but like, no, those views are real. Like, the backyard is real. No, and what's insane was that this home was like a downgrade, remember? Like, she lived in, and so I don't know how that didn't make the list because that home was enormous and it was across the street from the Maloofs and I think it's all about houses that people live currently. In currently yes because that would make no sense otherwise because we I remember we were like is Lisa Vanderpump poor when she moved into Villa Rosa because her original home was the house that they used on the season premiere of Schitt's Creek like when they were showing the, how rich the roses were like it was huge and then we like literally thought the house that she moved into was a dump but Lisa Vanderpump's house is stunning it's the most beautiful house, I think, of all housewives. Like, if I can move into one, it would be that one. But, like, I just feel like whenever I saw it on TV, like, I didn't have that feeling. There's something really, really, really tacky about everything Lisa Vanderpump touches. Like, her restaurants are so tacky. Sometimes even her aesthetic, even though it's, like, all pink and light and lucite, it's, like, she just has, like, a tacky vibe to her. She does. You, it, like, even if she's wearing diamonds, like, she makes them look costume. Yeah. So, like, I think that's why we thought that about her house. Yeah. Number two, Erica Jane's Pasadena house, $13 million. Okay, wait. Let me just give me one second to think of number one. Oh, okay. Think broadly. Bethany. No. Okay. Can you give me the city? What? Can you give... Oh, Dubrow. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Heather Dubrow's Newport Beach home, $21 million. And we never fucking got to see it. No, but we were tortured for seasons talking about it. Justice for us. We never got to see it. And it's number one on the list. Wow. You know whose home was also really beautiful? That original Bador home. That was all oh. like made yeah, from that had, plants. Like, crystals like built into the ground. <laughs> yeah. The stairs yeah, were made I, of plants. Yeah. No, but like she literally had like the house like some people have Wi-Fi. She had like crystals wired through. Yeah, but like she was also like had the most miserable life when she was there too. So it's like, yeah, that yeah. is so interesting. The Dubros. Mm-hmm. That's Dubrow's. so crazy because like I, I know that Heather Dubrow has a lot of money, but like I don't think of her as richer than Kyle Richards. Yeah, but I don't think of them together ever, ever. But now I do. Honestly, Heather Dubrow was actually not terribly unsuited for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, but she lives in Newport. Yeah. Literally, like, it's the Real Housewives of Newport now. Yes, they all live in, like, Laguna. Yeah, so she needs to come back with her $21 million house. Oh, my God, I would love to see it. Is there a tour anywhere online? I know she has, like, a losery YouTube channel that she did a closet tour on. I think she has, like, a tour on her YouTube channel, but I'm not interested in a YouTube tour. I'm just... No, I'll I'll take a bravotv.com, like tour no, I'll, I'll take a, a spot on real housewives that's what i'll take yeah of course they need her desperately yeah she could save it once again once again okay well those are the fast side stories i feel as though you needed to know them now quick roni recap because i'm gonna assume you didn't get around i didn't them. but i would love to hear you tell me what happened so not that much happened the 
episode ends with the beginning of the Audrey Hepburn party, and we don't hear Ramona yet oh, saying, fuck. what happened to class? What happened to elegance? So oh, that is that literally going to be like the best moment of my life. What happened to class? Elegance. Like, I can't wait. I th- They literally teased it like it was going to happen this week. Yeah, no, it's not this week, but Heather does attend the party. She was completely ambushed by <gasps> Leah and the girls bringing up, like, everything she ever said on her podcast. I thought she handled herself so well. Something she was like, listen, I didn't say that. You know, they write these headlines, and then you get to the meat of the article, and there's nothing there. And then other things, she's like, yeah, no, I said that shit. Like, that's how I felt. Yeah. But I, like, this shit about Luann, like, not being authentic. She was like, yeah, no, I said that. Like, that's how I felt, but you've been through so much, and I'm really hoping we can, like, have a, a deeper friendship that's not surface level. And that's exactly, like, what I hoped she was going to say because Luann is a different person now. Mm-hmm. So I'm team Heather. I don't know why Leah's coming so hard for her. Like, if they have extenuating beef, like, please let us know because Heather was so nice to her in the Hamptons. They replayed their introduction. When Heather comes to the house, she's so warm towards everyone. Like I like Heather a lot. I like her so much. And Leah was even making fun of her. Like, they put Heather at the lower level and they were talking about how they were going to do that. And Leah goes... I'm sure she'll be like, it's all good, mama. Yeah, she will, because she's a fucking nice, positive person. Oh, my God. Don't make fun of her mama. I love her. No, No, that's so mean. Honestly, Leah's turning into, like, a little bit of a bully. She is, and I really, really like her. I just don't like when she goes for people who who aren't deserving of it. No, and you know what? This energy that she has, she really could have used on Dorinda last season. And I just feel like as much as I really, really like Leah and her energy and she brings such youthfulness to the show and she's funny and stylish, she has some of like the worst judgment I think I've ever seen on a person like because she came into this group last season and made a choice to defend Dorinda, which is like literally the dumbest thing you could possibly do. And now she's just like trying to, girl gang up on Heather and I don't like that at all yeah and she also is just like so critical of Ramona like every like these two people are extremely different but like and especially when you're gonna like laser focus on everything Ramona does yeah you're gonna be bothered by you're gonna be disappointed you're gonna be extremely disappointed like she is who she is and like I just I you're never gonna change Ramona so stop trying like yeah accept her for who she is or don't go and stay at her house agreed and the lack of respect that this group particularly Leah is having for Ramona for opening up her stunning top 10 most rich housewife homes to them it's actually not nice it's not they're not being good guests not nice but in Leah's defense she is going through a hard time yeah it's like I can give someone that line of defense of course easily but then it's like if in their interviews, which are recorded like later and they have, yeah. like, and they have a little bit of hindsight, if they're still like going so hard, sometimes harder and like yep. doubling down, then I don't extend the same grace. Gratitude. So she, like, grace, not gratitude. She, in her interviews, she's so like just hateful towards Ramona and I just don't understand. I don't Why? understand it. Yeah. No, I know. So, it's actually really bothersome because... As much as I try, like, I just can't quit Ramona Singer. She is truly delicious. Like, I tried. I did. Because, like, a lot of the stuff she did in the past seasons, like, she really lost me. The Cartagena season was so transformative for this entire group because literally the way that every single person turned their backs on Bethany in one of the darkest times in her life unapologetically turned their backs on her and went in on her, except for Sonia Morgan. I never looked at Ramona the same again. I never looked at – well, Luann was kind of – not involved. I never looked at Dorinda, Carol, Ramona. I never looked at them the same ever again. So I just feel like things haven't been the same with me and Ramona since then, but I'm getting back to BC Ramona before Cartagena. 
No, I tried to quit Ramona. I did. And it didn't stick. And now I can just like appreciate her for who she is and like what she brings to the table. And I appreciate a person who is unlike others and who is committed to remaining themselves. That's true. Even if themselves is a little wacky sometimes. Yeah. But like most people like just want to be liked and accepted. So like they'll be fake enough. Just yes. But she's not. She's herself. and And she doesn't apologize for it. And I appreciate that quality. That's a hundred percent true. Um, also, so, I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah. What turns, happened on the episode? Knowing how it turns out for Heather and Leah, like I obviously am not hopeful, but if I didn't know, I would say like, I hope that they can like turn it around and be friends. Cause I don't know why they wouldn't be, but we know that it ends really badly. So yeah, I think like after this, like Heather decides not to be like friend of anymore. Yeah. Like she didn't she come on this show to get ambushed. It's always, it was always really fun for her. She comes into the house with, like, such good, positive energy, and everybody is, like, cold and rude to her, and she gets shattered to the lower level, and why the fuck would she do that? She seems like an extremely busy person. No, of course. Like, she has an actual business to run, and maybe if you had something that you were passionate about, that's really upsetting. It really is, because I'm a big Heather fan. Yeah, no, it was justice for Heather because she was treated unfairly, and, like, in any situation where the whole group is going up against one person especially a person who just walked through the door yeah it's a Um, lot it's not you're not gonna you're not gonna come off well and sometimes it's warranted of course but honestly like with this heather stuff like first of all she is right a lot of this stuff gets misconstrued in the media and two like it's not that big of a deal they're acting like she murdered someone no, totally. She was but talking shit like everyone else. It's Danielle Staub walking through the door, like that 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 energy, like is, is just not too necessary. Much. Also, yeah, she was talking shit, and like Lou made a good point where it's like, I just, I I can't trust someone who's just gonna like go and talk about me. That's true. But that's also what they all do. Every season opens with Ramona said this to Page Six, like yeah. that's their literal jobs. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know if that holds. Also, really quickly, I just started the new season of Shaws of Sunset. There's only been two episodes. I really think you should watch it. It is, it reigns supreme. It's like I, every season I'm like, they're not going to be. And I feel like it's such an underwatched show, but it's unbelievable. And there's such crazy drama. Like, And I feel like the Shaws characters are really not that famous. So if this was like a certain drama that had happened to like a real housewife, we would have heard about it. Like how we know Erica Jane's scandal coming up. But there's like all this drama with Mike. He has another girlfriend. You know, he was married. He cheated on his wife. He's cheated on every girl he's ever been with. And he is in a great relationship now with this girl, Paulina. And like everyone loves her. And it's just like, don't fuck it up. And of course, like Paulina gets these like screenshots that he's like sexting with some girl. And do you know what his response was? His defense. I saw it on your story. He said his iCloud got hacked and he's literally lying to all of his best friends. Like these people have been friends for 30 years. He's lying to his girlfriend. He's lying. They're all in a house in Palm Springs together, lying to their faces. I don't know how you could literally be such a bald faced liar, but we're at this very weird period in Shaz because MJ and Reza like were broken completely. Like you remember last season, he said that horrible mm-hmm. thing about her and it's, it's obvious that they do he feels really bad and they're ready to move forward. But like, first of all, Adam is being like such a baby. Like Reza's like ready just to get back with MJ. He misses his girl, MJ. And Adam's like, I just like don't really feel safe. Like, shut up. Like he's being such a drama queen. But then also Tommy is like, I don't want Reza around here. I'm going to break his legs. Like, like they can never really become, become that close because both of their partners are so against the other that like, even though they both are like really down to move forward, I don't think they'll ever really be able to be back where they were. 
yeah, I mean, I don't think they'll ever be back where they were because too much has happened, but you could, they can move forward. And I'm sure eventually the spouses will fall in line. But Adam needs to take several seats. I literally, I've never disliked a character so much who's literally not even a castmate on the show. Like, yeah, no, I can't believe that he's still around. Honestly. No, I know because they've had like so many marital troubles. Like, remember when they went to Thailand and like they didn't get married? Like, and then they had the, they got married at a surprise wedding. Like, it was very twisted and very Reza. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a really good season. And it just, like, is such a good show. Like, I really just advocate for it because it's stunning. Yeah. I will um, – I'll probably watch it. I just um, – you know, my contemplate, always full. always Constantly evolving. Yeah. But it's Con- it's in the time slot that your Real Housewives of Atlanta used to be on. Oh, Sunday night. Okay. It's a nice time to watch. Oh, Sunday night. I just have to say, I do feel better, like, having spoken and moved my limbs, like – podcasting definitely I'm still not great but I definitely feel like I might be able to like go up get something for to eat you know yeah and you could edit the vlog yes I will I do that today because I want to watch it me too honestly. I was watching the clips last night and I was just like cracking up that is so funny I just remember laughing so hard I'm really excited and then if you guys like it um we're gonna do a know. reverse because Jackie deserves to be tortured and have her closet become a mess I I was hanging stuff up I was being so supportive anyways that vlog will be up <laughs> Most likely today, patreon.com slash toast. We have so many vlogs, episodes, fun stuff. If you're going to miss us for the long weekend that we're making a little longer, Patreon has your back. It always does. It's always there for you. Constantly. Constant. So I hope everyone has a great day. Sorry that there was no humping or deer toasters, but we're back in studio tomorrow. We'll give you a nice, juicy, long episode, and we'll do deer toasters then so we can really finish out the week strong IRL. Yeah, also, um, just something that I'm toying with that I just want to run by the group. Hmm. I'm getting a facial today. Blog? Because my, no, 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 no. Oh. Because my, crazier than that. Because my skin is trash. And when you get a facial, like, you're not really supposed to wear makeup. Like, I, I'm thinking <gasps> of tomorrow's show because, like, then after the show, like, I'm traveling and I don't need to wear makeup again till like, Friday. I might go no makeup on the show tomorrow. Okay, here. I've never done that in my whole career. I have done it on the breath, like a couple of my hangover episodes, but I don't think I've ever done it on the toast. I mean, it's a fucking crazy thing to do. And I, 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 the only time I feel like safe doing it is like if I have a spray tan. Yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna have a spray tan, but today I am getting my brows and lashes dyed, which like is extremely That helpful. helps. So I just need to do maybe like, um, by the way, I want to, I want to let you know, like I fully support it. Like I think you're stunning no matter what. I think I'm going to do it because it's what's best for my skin. My skin needs to breathe. Like, we wear a lot of makeup on the show. I'm constantly yeah. putting makeup on, taking it off, like, working out, sweat. Like, I need a break, and I, it works for my schedule to not wear makeup tomorrow. Wow. Okay. You know what? I was actually thinking of maybe getting a spray tan today, hitting up the Versa Spa. And if I do, I will join you. Wow. And I might even, like, I might wear a hat, you know? Oh, my God. She's Mrs. Hat. Because actually, I make, I make it like such a big deal. In all of our vlogs, I'm never wearing makeup. In the vlog from last night, not wearing makeup. The but vlogs I was a hat. are protected. There's a paywall to protect us. There's, it's protected space. I agree. Okay, but I love that for you. I truly, truly do. Thank you. So um, just like another reason to tune in tomorrow. There's always a reason to tune in. We got to your toasters. We've got NMJ, No Makeup Jackie, maybe an NMC. Who knows? <laughs> Thank well, you, guys. 
That's our show. <laughs> yes, it is. Very good point. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcast can be found. So on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us, the Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love. Theo. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.